This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, monthly market analysis and asset allocation views. I'm your host, Tom Burgess-Watson, and each month I'll be joined by Monica Defend, Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Now, Amundi has just published the latest edition of its monthly global investment views, which can be found on the Amundi Research Centre website. And it examines where we are in the COVID-19 pandemic and what the weeks ahead might look like, especially in light of the US presidential election. Well, to tell us more, we can speak now to Monica Defend, the global head of research here at Amundi. Hello, Monica. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Tom. Hello, everybody. Now, the second wave of the COVID-19 crisis is here, Monica. Would you tell us what is the market reaction right now? And are we still observing a high interconnection between the virus cycle and the financial and real economy cycles? Thank you, Tom. The situation remains highly uncertain and unstable. The news flow regarding COVID-19 infections, hospitalization cases is unfortunately on the on the dark side. So um, the epicenter is LATAM, but we are on the rise again in, uh, in Europe and a new wave of restrictions is progressively put in place. The market so far um tended to see the glass half full and the reason uh, i think the reasons are, are twofold first uh, today uh, we are better equipped than we were in in march when we look at the medical treatments, uh, for example, and these uh, should help us in managing the number of uh, of fatalities. And second, we know that the policy boosters, the monetary and fiscal policy are there in order to preserve market stability and uh, maintain um, our life uh, and uh, and health. And more broadly speaking, the fiscal plans are ready to uh, kick in in order to support the uh, economic uh, cycle and move us towards this uh, recovery, which will be uh, a, a smooth one. But we are already on, uh, on, that, uh, on that front. Obviously, the interconnection remains uh, um, very, very high, but at the same time, it is evolving over time. It is clear uh, that uh, a vaccine will play as a game changer not only uh, for uh, for people for the economies but also for the for the financial markets but on this front we don't expect a rapid development and more importantly a wide distribution of a safe and effective vaccine uh, before the second half of 2020 of 2021 it means that we have to uh, be conscious that this level of volatility uh, will remain if not getting higher Well, thanks for that, Monica. And another uh, hot topic is, of course, the US election. Could you tell us a bit more about uh, what the market expectations are in this regard? The market preference today is is still uh, unclear because there are some pros and and cons uh, um, related to whoever will win uh, the the election. Maybe uh, should Trump be uh, elected, this uh, might uh, be 
positive in more in the short term, vice versa, if Biden is going to, to be elected. So uh, the market is uh, today position agnostic on the on the result. Even the idea of a, a blue wave has been uh, all in all uh, positively digested by market participants over uh, the, the last uh, weeks and days. There is a next step uh, which we need to be considered and is the risk of a contested election. This is something uh, that uh, um, it's on our wall of worries as it might um, bring some, at least some, some volatilities and some market, uh, market correction. There is uh, no much confidence among voters that uh, the election will be triggered in a, in a, in a fair way, and uh, it might take uh, um, a few weeks, uh, if this is the case, uh, before we end up uh, with the formal uh, president uh, being nominated. Okay, and the global investment views mentions three phases towards recovery. Could you elaborate for us on those phases and, and talk us through them? Yes, thank you, Tom. Let's put this answer uh, in, into, into the context of a slow, uneven, multi-speed, multi-year way out from the, from the pandemic. As such, uh, we frame three uh, phases that are nested in a non-linear wave, meaning that, uh, in general, we do expect economic relapses to take place and uh, policy intervention uh, to, uh, to kick in quite uh, remarkably. So, uh, phase one is the one we are in today. Um, it's a recovery. After the technical uh, rebound that we've seen in, in Q3, we are progressing uh, towards a smoother and uneven recovery. And we don't have, um, we don't see uh, the end of the uh, vaccine cycle story uh, yet. And we do believe and market participants assume that low rates and low inflation uh, will remain for longer. Then we will have a phase two, where unfortunately we will need to see things getting worse before they get better. And uh, uh, there are two uh, key elements of phase two. First is that aggressive policies will, uh, will kick in, both on the monetary and on the uh, fiscal side, but we do expect fiscal dominance to prevail. And the second, the game changer, is a vaccine that we expect uh, to, uh, to be in place and um, be, um, be given to a larger uh, bunch of people in the second half of uh, 2021. And then we have the third phase, uh, which is uh, uh, the one where finally, with the vaccine, we can move into a sustainable growth, uh, growth path, where we will have to tackle the debt accumulation uh, that uh, uh, we've been piling up uh, during these, uh, these uh, months and the months to come. We will see further debt uh, monetization. Uh, but uh, if uh, fiscal policy uh, will be uh, addressing uh, the, um, the structural reforms, we might, uh, we might be in a sustainable growth path uh, that will allow uh, the, um, the debt sustainability. Okay, Monica, from an investor perspective, what are Amundi's convictions looking forward? 
Well, before entering in the three phases uh, we envisage, let's uh, give uh, us uh, some, uh, some contest. We expect a slow and even multi-speed, multi-year way out from, from, this, uh, from this pandemic. And this allowed us uh, to identify uh, three phases that are connected in a non-linear way. Uh, phase one is one of the recovery, and actually we are already uh, here today. Um, if we look at the um, Q3 numbers that I've seen a technical rebound, this is uh, where we expect uh, to move on a smoother and, um, and the less a fast uh, recovery. Um, in this context, uh, the virus uh, is not uh, the, the virus cycle is not uh, at the uh, at the at the end, but will still uh, remain uh, in place. Um, in this phase, uh, low rates and low inflation and massive policy intervention uh, will uh, will be maintained. Then we will move into phase two, where things have to get worse before they get uh, better. And in this case, we will see some economic relapses and then policy boosters and policy uh, accelerators to to take uh, to take place. Within this phase two, we expect the vaccine to be deployed. So we are really approaching the, the second half and the end of uh, 2021. 20, uh, phase three uh, will be uh, the, uh, the latest phase where we will be out of the pandemic, but scars uh, will, be, will be there. So uh, we will be moving into a phase of growth that will be more sustainable um, and uh, perhaps uh, uh, with a less uh, less inequality so for sure this is something that uh, the uh, the um, governments will have uh, will have to address so in this phase three, still we will see fiscal and monetary policy partnering uh, in order to uh, allow the debt monetization and to finance uh, the, the recovery. So this is where uh, we think we are going to, uh, to end up. But, but again, the switch uh, between one phase and the, uh, and the other won't be linear and uh, will require some massive policy intervention in order to, to move forward. Okay, and just lastly, are there any changes in your asset class views which we might want to take note of? We continue to remain uh, prudent and active in managing the uh, the risk uh, diversification in the in the portfolio over the in the portfolios in over the last month we've been locking in gains in asset classes with a symmetric profile uh, for example uh, we've been taking uh, some profit on healthcare and materials we've been reducing the underweight on uh, on discretionary as the risk reward uh, balance has become more more compelling. Um, what is next? We are looking into the rotation from low quality credit uh, into uh, equity uh, deep value amid uh, the expectation of higher earnings. So the reporting season in, is, uh, is underway and is, uh, uh, might be the trigger for further movement in the, in the portfolios. Okay, well, thank you very much indeed. Monica Defend, Global Head of Research here at Amundi, thank you for sharing those insights. Thank you, Tom. And that's it for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors 
as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004, on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of a Mundi.